Welcome to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of I Relaunch, and your host for today. Today, we welcome our very own Mindy Burkauer, Chief Client Officer and General Counsel for I Relaunch. Mindy is a relauncher and was the very first participant in our executive and residence returning professional internship. We are going to discuss her relaunch, her career transition, and her career path. Hi, Mindy. Welcome to 321i Relaunch. Thanks, Carol. Happy to be here with you today. Well, it's great to be able to have this conversation. And I want to start out with talking about that you are a relauncher and a career transitioner, although now you are back in a legal role. And I want to know if before we get into the relaunch part of the discussion, if you could give us your early career history before your career break. Sure. Um, I, like many political science majors, came out of college and went into law school. And then um, I spent uh, about 10 years practicing corporate and securities law in large New York City law firms. Um, when my first child was about to be born, I left the workforce and um, I was out on an extended career break, 18 years uh, with that um, first child who is now 24 and yeah. then my second child who is now 17. So that was a long career break. Yes, yes, very long, very long. And I did, you know, the typical volunteering in the community and um, PTA leadership, which I can talk about uh, later in our chat. Um, but yeah, those years, they, they say uh, long days or long days, short years. They seem to have flown by in many years. Right. And then you attended our iRelaunch Return to Work conference in 2012. And I'm just interested in what what made you attend the conference? Did you wake up one morning and say, okay, I'm ready? And how did you find out about it? Or did you kind of mark it on your calendar? Like, maybe I'm going to go and maybe I'm not. And it was symbolic in some way. Like, what was that decision process like? Well, I was coming off of uh, a couple of years of what I call skin thickening PTA leadership. And anyone who has been in PTA leadership will know exactly what I mean by that. Yes. Uh, I was very intentional in taking that PTA leadership role, having read probably the maybe the original uh, edition of Back on the Career Track and having in mind the idea of strategic volunteering and consolidating my volunteer time into a, um, a leadership role, that would then be a good springboard for relaunching. So I was coming off of that. I had just wrapped that up and I got an email from NYU Law School. That's my alma mater. And it uh, they announced the conference and I signed up immediately. There was no hesitation because I thought, oh my gosh, this is exactly the kind of thing that I've been looking for. I don't know why I didn't know about the conference. Um, before then, but that was the, you know, one of the aha moments um, of immediately signing up and then um, attending. So I, I was probably a fairly early registrant because it was so immediate. Uh, so, you know, well, back in 2012, we were 
a newer organization and and we had you know fewer years of history with our conference so it's quite possible you know the word wasn't out the way it is now uh, about our conference and i also just want to highlight for our audience that back on the career track that mindy is referencing is the original book that vivian steer rabin and i wrote about uh, that came out in 2007 and it, it was a, a book that served as a guide for returning to work after a career break and has since been transformed into what we now know as Roadmap if you go to the irelaunch.com website. So that's a little history about Back on the Career Track. It's actually where all of this started and irelaunch came out of the research that went into working on that book. So I'm glad it was it was valuable to you at the right moment, Mindy, and that the conference popped up also at the right moment for you. Because, you know, we talk a lot about readiness and everyone's ready at a different moment. And it feels like this was your moment. It, it absolutely was. And I, I remember, of course, being nervous about going and what was I going to wear and, and all the pre-conference um, emails that I got were very uh, encouraging and uh, giving advice, you know, business casual. I, of course, had to figure out what that meant. And then printing up business cards and advising what the business cards should say. So I, I was so excited about going and it didn't disappoint. And one of the great things about the conference and other people have said this is that you walk in there and it's hundreds of people and you realize I am not alone. You know, I am, I am one of this really terrific group of people and every single person is an is a new part of your network so not only was the content great and and the companies and and other organizations that were there and you know you and vivian uh, and you both signed my book it was very exciting uh, like meeting so rock stars. um but <laughs> just that camaraderie that instant camaraderie uh, of the whole room and then the individual table um so it was it was a real game changer for me, and um, I would I would say another like really key moment in my relaunch. You know, this isolation piece is really important. Uh, when I relaunched, it was way back in 2001, and Vivian had relaunched her career in 2000, and we didn't know each other when we both relaunched. We met subsequently. And we both felt, and we still have relaunchers say that they feel even now when there's so much media attention and programs and organization around relaunching, people can feel like it's a very isolating process. So coming into a room where there are hundreds of other relaunchers and being part of a community uh, following that online and uh, you know through social media and in person is very powerful. Yeah. It is. And I think that's that is something even on our conference video that we filmed a, a few years ago. That was a theme that came up, you know, unprompted when we were interviewing various relaunchers, whether they were new to the conference or they had already relaunched. That was a theme that came up, that sense of um, uh, newfound camaraderie and not feeling so isolated. Right. So let's jump to what happened after the conference, uh, we put up a job 
requisition because we decided that we wanted to have someone take over the university outreach for our conferences. And we put up a job description and we had people apply. And that was kind of a new experience for iRelaunch in terms of the way we were bringing someone on board. And you were one of the people who responded to it. And I remember you had a very thorough approach which was indicative of the skill set that was yet to come that, that we now know so well, but a, a very thorough approach in the way you responded to our questions and you wrote uh, your initial cover letter. And I wanted to know, how did you approach applying for the role? Uh, what about it caught your eye? Did you already kind of have a direction at that point or were you still searching and then you saw it and you thought this is a good fit? What was your thought process there and what made you apply for it? Well, it, it was more the, I saw it and I applied for it. Um, and I, I didn't so much have a direction that would have led me to that type of role. Um, and again, this was to manage the outreach to universities to alert them about the conference so they would in turn alert their alumni uh, about the conference. I felt that, first of all, I was talking to everyone about the conference after the conference. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. was, I was already an ambassador, so to speak, um, <laughs> right. for iRelaunch because I knew so many people uh, who were in the same boat uh, as, as I was, and I was so enthusiastic about it and, and just so charged up and implementing the strategies and all of that. So when I saw in the, in the newsletter, because you, know, you attend the conference and then you're on the email list and I received the newsletter, I believe that's where, um, it was posted. I thought, well, I'm already pretty much doing a lot of this on my own. Um, you know, I'm very comfortable talking about the conference. I feel like it's, it's such a game changer for for people and such a benefit. I feel, and I can communicate. I can write. I'm. I was interested in higher ed as a possible relaunch platform. I have been sort of, you know, looking at uh, alumni career services in law schools and that kind of role. I wasn't necessarily focused on returning to law practice, so I was looking at what I'll call law adjacent uh, mm -hmm. roles. Mm -hmm. communications roles, law firm marketing, that kind of thing. And when I when I saw this, it seemed like a perfect fit. And, a, you know, what what is there to lose by applying? So it felt very organic to me. Like, wow, this seems like a great fit. It's remote work, as, as all of our all of our roles continue to be. Um, so with my kids being the ages they were, I thought, well, that's wonderful. Um, I can set up right here at home, almost like I did with my PTA stuff, and really contribute to an organization that I felt so positively about. So I think I said something like that in the letter. Like, I'm, I'm, I was just at the conference. I'm talking about it constantly. And mm -hmm. uh, um, I was really pleased to then get a phone interview with Vivian. And I think she had asked me to write down some ideas. I don't exactly remember what the uh, suggestions were to be prepared for the interview, but we had a really good conversation. And then I remember I was leaving a supermarket when um, 
I just loaded the car up with all kinds of, you know, like goldfish and all kinds yeah. of juice boxes. And all I the, all the staples, all yes. the staples. That yes, all, all the staples. Um, and I got the call from Vivian that I, you know, that, that she would like me to come on board. And again, this is one of those highlight moments. Um, I'll never, I'll never forget it. Like, wow, somebody is, you know, not only is somebody interested in hiring me, but I relaunch is interested in hiring, yeah. me, you know, for this project. Right, and and you'll laugh because you know you have this razor sharp memory for a lot of detail that I do not have, and so I, I appreciate it so much. Uh, so when you came on board, it was as an executive in residence, because we we really try to walk the walk at iRelaunch. We try to hire relaunchers whenever possible. Um, we have an executive in residence uh, return to work internship program that we're not a big enough company that we have a big cohort coming in on a regular basis, but we have brought in relaunchers in a an executive in residence internship-like role uh, initially, and then the actually the three times that that we have done that the the roles have all turned into a, a permanent position at I relaunch so so that's been really exciting for us. Do you remember anything about that uh, being on the other side of the table and what you were coming into with that? Well, I was um, first of all everybody was very welcoming. We were a very small team at yes. the time. Um, and I was taking over from someone who had really started out with the company and had structured everything. And she had all these great spreadsheets and kind of names of contacts. So I, I was, uh, I very much appreciated how, um, first of all, how welcoming everyone was. And then how, um, Elizabeth Hansen, I'm going to say her name, how Elizabeth left everything in such, uh, great shape and also was available as a resource. So it felt sort of intimidating just because it was new, but I felt very welcomed and very um, well set up to succeed. And then um, people were very accessible. I mean, again, uh, remote, it's a remote team. So we would communicate mainly by, by email and um, by by occasional phone calls, but I I think I can say I really hit the ground running um, because of all that great setup, and I just felt um, so driven to succeed and to you know, reach all those universities and reach even more universities and really bug people with follow up if I hadn't heard from them <laughs> um, and and contribute to that year's conference, the 2013 uh, New York conference, at, which was right. at that point held at, um, uh, down at NYU, NYU Star. I want to remind our listeners who might just be tuning in right now that you are listening to 321 I Relaunch. This is your host, Carol Schman-Cohen, and I'm speaking with Mindy Burkauer, our own I Relaunch Chief Client Officer and General Counsel, and we're talking about her relaunch and her career transition. Mindy, your role has evolved significantly since that initial university outreach role, and you have become more senior over the last six years. And 
also come full circle in a sense in that now you are back in a legal role in addition to your other responsibilities. Can you talk about that evolution? Sure. Um, yes, I started with that university outreach role. And then um, I, I guess being in the right place at the right time um, on our very small team, a role opened up uh, on the business development side, the corporate side of, um, of iRelaunch. And I was uh, very lucky to be hired into that role immediately after the university outreach internship uh, concluded. So I took on, I kept the university outreach and I took on uh, work with um, our, our corporate clients and uh, gaining new corporate clients. So it sort of just continued to evolve. I think as the needs of iRelaunch grew, as we started getting, um, growing our business into different areas, having more and more uh, corporate business, uh, growing our conference business and um, our group initiative business, our team grew, my role shifted. I've lost count of how many different titles I have listed on my LinkedIn profile after <laughs> I relaunch. Um, and I think all of us became, um, people morphed into being part of the executive team. You know, there, there was just this evolution of uh, responsibilities and business and you know with more business came more contracts and with more and more contracts came more legal work and it was it was a natural evolution of having done corporate securities law for so many years and dipping back into it for these this increasing load of contracts and having the encouragement of our outside counsel um, and, you know, some uh, just retraining and also having somebody to bounce ideas off of. That's one of the great things about a law firm is that you can go down the hall to a colleague and say, what do you think of this? So having our outside counsel as somebody to provide that kind of um, camaraderie and, uh, and training and just uh, someone, a sounding board was super helpful. So I think. I think all of us on the staff have evolved and grown as as needed. And I think that's one of the great things about, about relaunchers because everyone has such rich life experience as well as their professional skills that you sometimes go in a, in a new or different direction um, because an opportunity came up. And I, I think, I think our, our team would probably agree that so many of us have had these opportunities because we've grown in uh, the, the firm has grown in so many different directions, even with technology. You know, we used to just communicate by email and phone. Now we have uh, all these different platforms that we use. We have all these different systems. So we've gotten more sophisticated and more mature right. in business. And I think we've all stepped up, uh, you know, with, within that, uh, you know, within that setting. Yeah, that's for sure. And it's it's 
it's pretty amazing you know, to be in the middle of it and to watch uh, be part of our evolution, driving our evolution, and also watch our team evolve as uh, as individuals at the same time the company is evolving. And that that brings me to my next question about you, you know you have had all these different roles and i'd say you, you've had some stretch roles too or maybe they were stretched at the beginning and they're not anymore and i wanted to know when you are faced with that kind of a situation you have you have a new role you're you're doing something that maybe you've never done before how do you approach that how, and i'm interested in your process and it will be instructive for our relaunchers who are anticipating being back at work again and being faced with new challenges. Once you were on the job, Mindy, how did you handle that? I, like many people, I think default into freak out mode <laughs> when there's <laughs> something um, new and seemingly unfamiliar and big. Um, so I think I have, I'm not saying that I don't do that anymore, even after being, um, you know, being relaunched now for six years and having gotten more senior and all of this, but I think we just all are hardwired in, in a certain way. And I don't know if it's like the fight or flight mechanism or what it, what it is, but I, I think my, my process, depending on what the stretch moment is, and, and um, you know, I'm thinking of, of forecasting as something that is, um, is very new to me. And um, my first reaction was, you know, I, I went to law school, so I wouldn't have to do for forecasting. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an MBA. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have that training. So in that, in that setting and in other, in other situations, I think after the initial freak out, I just, I you know, relaxed and I took a deep breath and I thought, okay, I wouldn't be asked to do this if the person who asked me didn't think I could do it and didn't think I, you know, could deliver a quality product. And they know I'm not uh, from the, you know, the, the business school world um, and I don't have that kind of formal training. Um, so I'm just going to calm down. And then I asked questions. I, I sought the expertise of others, um, on our team, people who had more of a, of a background, um, and actually offered a you know, suggestions about approaches and templates and, uh, all of that. And then I felt, okay, I'm just going to dive in. Uh, and I always find with anything, um, even even planning Thanksgiving, you know, any sort of thing <laughs> where with Thanksgiving, whenever I, you know, when the brisket is made and in the freezer and, you know, I know, okay, I've taken my first step. I've made, and then I've made my list and I've gotten my, you know, I've gotten my um, non-perishable and now I've gotten my perishable and now I have my, you know, my plan and, you know, and then the turkey's in the oven. So, all of those steps um, that we deal with in other areas of life, not just, you know, not just the professional. I think having right. that type of methodical approach, taking that deep breath, getting whatever expertise you need, what support you need, and then just diving in. Um, 
because once you dive in, some of it's behind you already. You're you're making progress, and I think that's that is it, it sort of powers you through. And then you're finished with your you know your forecasting or your Thanksgiving dinner, and you have marshmallows <laughs> in the refrigerator, and then you move on to the next thing. Right. I I like the parallel with the Thanksgiving dinner planning. And also when you said dive in, I'm literally thinking about how you're, you know, if you're diving into a swimming pool and you know the water's going to be a little cold, you're kind of sitting on the edge thinking, oh, I'm not sure I want to dive in. And then you just push yourself and you dive in and you're like, uh, it takes you a few minutes to sort of settle. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is okay now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you also what you're what you're pointing to is something called the learning curve. This is a there's an actual documented learning curve. And we're not going to get into the details on it right now. But I want to refer our listeners to another one of our podcasts with Michelle Friedman about the learning curve. And when you're relaunching and learning a lot of new things, this process that you go through and how you can think about it and recognize when you're on a learning curve. So uh, that's something else you may want to check out, listeners. Uh, but that's a perfect example, Mindy. Thank you. Now, you have been back for six years. And our relaunchers who have been back in, in the working world for a period of time, we think have a very special perspective to offer relaunchers who are just starting out. Because you can look retrospectively at the last six years and think about is there anything I would have done differently? Um, what what do I wish I had known? So any thoughts uh, looking back uh, since you started your relaunch six years ago? I think it's important, and I'm 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 still working on this. Um, and of course, it's funny I'm talking to my boss here on the <laughs> podcast. I, I think it's very important to. Uh, I would say harness all of your enthusiasm and energy about your relaunch and just go for it. But also remember that you need to set certain boundaries and keep some time for yourself, uh, for your family, and not feel like, even though you, you, know, you have a lot to prove and you want to put your best foot forward, keep some time to recharge, to unplug. And to, um, uh, I guess it's nurture yourself so that you can be, you can be the best version of yourself and bring that person to work, bring that person uh, to family gatherings or out with friends. And it's very cliche to say try to have balance because things are never perfectly in balance. But try to find those outlets and those moments of balance where, you know, you're going for a walk, you're clearing your head, and you're you're keeping keeping it all in in a healthy perspective. Very wise advice. I could use that advice myself. <laughs> uh, so, Mindy, I we're coming up at the to the end of our conversation time. And I wanted to close by asking you the question we ask all of our podcast guests. And that is, what is your top piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already discussed today? I think that we hear so much about confidence and how 
three launchers need to build up their confidence and there's a confidence gap when people have taken a career break. And I would encourage people to think about their confidence as a muscle that is exercised by all of their experience, not just their professional experience pre-career break, but by all the experience that they've had during their career break, whatever they've been doing, whether volunteering, whether um, managing family responsibilities or uh, accompanying a spouse or partner on a job relocation or looking after an elderly or sick relative or their own health situation. All of that is um, building that confidence muscle. So don't discount all of the muscle building you've been doing during your career break. Bring that into what your next steps are going to be and um, give yourself credit for all of your experience, not just your perhaps long ago professional experience, but everything that's brought you to Excellent, excellent advice. Mindy, thank you so much for joining us today. Very welcome. My pleasure. And thanks for listening to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of I Relaunch, and your host. For more information on I Relaunch, go to irelaunch.com. And if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes and your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media. Thanks for joining us.